Hey, so Kitty, I was just thinking about this, you know, because it's now mid-November and Thanksgiving is right around the corner. And since you and I both live on a school schedule, Thanksgiving break is right around the corner, whether sure. or not um, that means we're going anywhere, you know, COVID. What, whether or not we celebrate or not. <laughs> <laughs> whether or not we choose to partake in celebrating the national holiday, Thanksgiving. So my question for us today is, what day do you believe, Kitty, it is appropriate to listen to Christmas music and or decorate or set up for the celebration of the national world holiday, Christmas? (laughs) Uh, That's such a good question. I think, actually, I don't think, I know that the day after Thanksgiving is the appropriate time to start celebrating Christmas. Now, I know this is a hot opinion. I know the argument is that people think Christmas is all about cheer, spreading Christmas, whatever, but you need to give Thanksgiving the proper recognition it deserves. Now, that doesn't mean I love Thanksgiving either, but you need to create space for Thanksgiving. And then the day after, you can set up the tree. You can, your dad can go outside, get on the ladder and put up the Christmas lights. But until Thanksgiving is over, you need to observe the holiday of Thanksgiving. So I think your opinion here contradicts the entire country's opinion. As currently, I am driving down the road, you know, when it's dark at 4.45 p.m. and seeing Christmas trees in people's windows. I will be the first to say that I do not particularly believe that October 31st happens, November 1st comes, and a Christmas tree needs to go up. I am not on that side, as I did live in Branson, Missouri at one point, and it has been Christmas for the last 15 days. But I do have a thing about listening to Christmas music. I'm fine with the opinion of setting up for Christmas the day after Thanksgiving, but Ben Rector's Christmas album just came out and I was listening to it along with the Thanksgiving song and I was reprimanded by my roommates for listening to Christmas music. So on that take, I think right now is an okay time to begin setting up for Christmas. But that doesn't mean that I necessarily need to decorate. But last night, our roommates were discussing when we were going to set up. And someone was like, after Thanksgiving. And it kind of hurt a little bit. Because what else are we doing? Like, why don't we just set up now? And with that, I'm just going to respond and say, I will be listening to Ben Rector's Christmas music on November 27th, the day after Thanksgiving. Whatever. Ladies in Waiting. The Ladies in Waiting podcast brought to you by Star and Kitty. What's up, trolls? Welcome back to the Ladies in Waiting podcast. Kitty's eyes got really big when she said that because it's only the fourth time she said it today. So, what's up, trolls? Welcome back. Obviously, we're excited. What? You stole uh, my thunder. <laughs> I was wanting to say it, too. We got a lot of feedback about Ray Ray saying, what's up, trolls? Um, that was a huge hit. So, once again, thank you to our cold call guest, 
last week. We're excited for when we get to cold call again. Like Kitty said, have your phone ready. So call me sure. Kitty, how was your week? Oh my goodness. It was good. Lots went down. <laughs> it's just that time, like I said, um, had a lot of funny things happen, not so funny things. <laughs> You know, that's kind of life, though. Kind of a metaphor. I started a new job. Huge for the program. Well, Kitty, it sounds like it has been very eventful now that you've started this new job. Can you give any more details? No, no, of course. I'll disclose it. A friend of mine who I've known for years from the undisclosed summer camp, of course, because everything in our lives circles back to summer camp clearly <laughs> actually lives in Waco Texas as well and she is a florist and an entrepreneur and <laughs> so many other things she opened a store here in Waco if any local Waconians decide that they <laughs> want to come check out the shop come on down it's a great time highly would recommend I like how I'm keeping her disclosed for now <laughs> As soon as they become a sponsor of the show, then 100% we'll put them in our show notes. They'll be on sure. our Instagram. So here's looking at you, friend. She's probably not listening. That's sweet of her. It's funny how many people have asked how the podcast is going, but they don't listen. Yeah, I'm like, if you listened, you would know. I'll start talking <laughs> about an episode and then I say, actually, have you listened to episode three? And they're like, no, I actually haven't listened since the first five minutes of the first episode. Sure. How was your week, Star? Well, you know, like you said, it was kind of wild. At the forefront of the week and looking at the whole week, I didn't know how wild it was going to be. It honestly, sure. since moving here and starting this job and this new life here, my life isn't that busy, quote unquote, compared to the last 12 years of my life and maybe 10 I don't know but those years were extremely busy where I would go from 8 a.m to midnight and now it's just like 7 a.m to 4 p.m and then what do I do but like I said on the last episode I started a new job where I put these yard greetings in people's yards so happy birthday Susan happy birthday Ava happy seventh birthday Ava unicorns so this morning was the first time that I spoke to anyone while I was setting it up and as well as passerbys um, that were asking me questions about the signs or saying different things. So anyway, the gypsying of the birthday signs and yard greetings has been going well. It has just caused less sleep. Yeah. In talking about the week in a vague description, Kitty, what's the trolliest thing you did this week? On our segment, what's the trolliest thing you did this week? <laughs> I've been realizing um, as we keep doing this, how vague I am with talking about my life. Literally so vague. The last episode, I asked you how you were or something, and you gave like, it was good, it was crazy, da 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 and then I gave detailed description of my week, like five different things that happened, and I okay. seemed like a mic hog. You did. 
I realized that was my fault, but we can just say disclosure. Kitty likes to keep mystery. <laughs> in her. And I will take that soundbite and put it back there. So in my graduate level social work class this week, I realized that I've never disclosed that I'm studying social work on the podcast. <laughs> Basically what that means is I just socialize while I work. Um, so great, <laughs> great major, definitely recommend the degree. Um, in my social work class this week, we had to play social work charades, which <laughs> if anyone knows anything about either of those two things, you realize how funny that is. And basically it just meant that you had to act out various, let's say role play <laughs> different scenarios as if somebody was like, um, a drug addict and seeking counseling. So two different people in class, you know, one plays the therapist, one plays the drug abuser. And my role in the social work charades that I played the drug abuser high school punk. And of course, me being the way I am and the theater background that I have was like, well, of course, if this is a role play, I'm going to really ham it up. Up until this point, this day in class, I had assumed I was being pretty low key and under the rug in my graduate level classes, seeing as it is a professional environment and just graduate school's next level. I have been trying to hold myself to a higher level of professionalism and maturity and thought up until this day that I was doing that very well. I thought that I was containing myself, being very smart. <laughs> and we get to social work charades. I'm playing my client character. I put on a big show. The whole class thinks it's hilarious. I got everybody really riled up. And honestly, the class really lost it. And from there, it was just a rowdy time. I won a Starbucks gift card. Shout out to my professor if she ever listens to this. She's a queen. But after class, since I had been the ringleader and riling everyone up and causing a scene, I went to my professor and I was like, hey, I just want to apologize for being a punk in class today. And literally in those words, <laughs> she looked at me and she said, you're not a punk because of course she just assumes the best and is so loving and endearing and was like no you aren't a punk <laughs> this girl in the class clearly was listening overhearing the conversation and she was like yeah she's not a punk because it's a lifestyle <laughs> i just think it's so funny how you thought you were flying under the radar <laughs> this home girl is like it's a lifestyle yeah, like, apparently everybody could see right through me, and they were like, no, we've known this whole time you were a troll. Ian's <laughs> a punk, which are two different things. Thankfully, I haven't called any of my students trolls yet, <laughs> but I have called them, you're being a punk. I have to say, you're being a punk, not you're a punk. What's Kitty, I really wish that I'd been there during the charades. Like, I just really, sorry, going back to charades, just really wish I'd been there. I think... The trolliest thing that I did this week was my roommates wanted to have a girls' night on Friday, which, first of all, don't love the concept of girls' night. Sure. And second of all, they kept calling it ladies' night. <laughs> and so they would call it ladies' night or girls' night, and the whole night they'd be like, 
ladies night girls night and every time it just irked me just the wait whole thing. can i stop you there what's your problem with a girls night <laughs> i think it's the tone that was being said if three days ago they're like hey we're having a girls night on friday cool like i have nothing to do that would be great but i think it was just like the premise every five minutes to hear someone saying it's ladies night and then of course someone buys face masks that i'm allergic to we make popcorn we make apple crisp like that's so fun but we don't have to constitute it as a ladies night every 10 minutes i think that's my issue with it you're angsty so this morning we're playing pickleball with my roommates and one of their boyfriends ladies and i made some and someone said that and i said yeah they just kept saying it the whole night and you know how many times star said it zero (laughs) and then they immediately like start calling me out for not liking girls night (laughs) and it wasn't true i liked girls night but we don't need to call it ladies night so i think the trolliest thing is that i didn't say anything while it was happening um (laughs) i just brought it up today and brought daylight to other people and roasted them yeah passively roasted them which is previewing (laughs) which is previewing our episode number six which will be entitled the thanksgiving roast our next segment a new one that has been in the works for a long time super excited about this one it is entitled suitor of the week Just like the ladies in waiting started, we also talked about our suitors and how we were waiting on a suitor. And so this segment is just going to be a general... The whole premise of the ladies in waiting is not that Kitty and I are waiting on a suitor. (laughs) I just need (laughs) full transparency. (laughs) We just think it's funny and trolly. Continue. Right. But also, we are two single girls again. So if there are suitors out there, DM us. But it's true. We are fully content in who we are and we don't need a man. But with that, (laughs) it is fun to just acknowledge the suitors in our lives. (laughs) We like to acknowledge the suitors and those that have gone before us. Those who have gone before us and are still trying. So, Star, do you have any suitor this? Yes, I guess so. But I'm glad that I'm going first so that you can you can tell your story that I just cannot wait to hear. Um, so this suitor of the week actually um, comes from one of my favorite television shows. <laughs> I do not personally know him. <laughs> Just last night was watching Gilmore Girls season two, episode 10, entitled The Brace Bridge Dinner. In The Brace Bridge Dinner, I realized once again, it solidifies every time I rewatch the show that I am 150, 100,000% team Jess. So during this season, Rory is dating Dean, who is trash hot take. I do not like Dean. I've never liked Dean. And this is the first episode that Jess smirks at Rory and she smirks back. So my very first suitor of the week goes to Jess, whatever his last name is, Luke's nephew. Um, As I'm a big fan, 
he will never be a suitor of mine. Neither will Milo, whatever his last name is. <laughs> I don't know his last name. Um, but big fan of Jess from the hit show, The Gilmore Girls. Also, hot take, Rory is one of the worst characters that I've ever seen in a television show. So I watch it for Lorelai. Um, Kitty, back to you. Who is your suitor of the week? Thank you so much for sharing that suitor. Um, I think that's a great one. Um, I'm so glad you've reflected on that and this week that came up for you. Um, so unlike Stargirl, I'm operating in reality. And <laughs> I'm just Which kidding. is uncharacteristic <laughs> for a seven. <laughs> it's true. But this week, it really um, came out that I have a few <laughs> suitors here in the Waco area. Um, HTO, I'm going to just name drop that right here. It's a great Texas establishment, any kind of iced tea, sweetened, unsweetened, blackberry, green, peach, any kind of tea you want. You can go into this local establishment and get your fix of iced tea. Now, it's very popular among the Waconians, and uh, last weekend I was asked to go to HTO with a friend. So I drove her to HTO. Of course, it was happy hour. We love happy hour at HTO as it is half-priced for your tea. And as we were pulling in, I kind of wasn't feeling super good. My stomach was kind of weird, not from tummy sleeping. <laughs> and uh, so I decided I didn't need a tea. But of course, we were there and my friend still wanted a tea. So pull up to the drive-thru and I order her the tea and through the little ordering machine thing um this this male now known as Danny um proceeds to yell at us and say you only want a small tea it's happy hour why don't you get a large <laughs> so I turn to my friend and I say would you prefer a large tea and she was like fine I'll compromise with a medium so I say We'll take the medium, thank you so much. And he says, okay, I'll see you at the window. So drive up to the window, and here I lay eyes on Danny for the first time. <laughs> Danny looks at me, and he says, there's two of you in the car. Who didn't order a tea? <laughs> and I said, oh, and of course my friend calls me out next to me and said, she didn't. <laughs> and so Danny looks at me. Uh, speaking of, I am using his full name, so if there are any HTO employees named Danny listening to this, hey. Um, but Danny looks at me and he was like, you have to get one. It's happy hour. Like, let me get one for you. I was like, no, I really don't need one, but thank you so much. Like, that's really kind of you. He's like, I insist. Like, I will give this to you free of charge. Let me go get you a tea. And I'm just sitting here and I'm like, he's not going to let me go. So I say, fine, you can give me a tea. I tell him some random tea, let him give me the tea. And I, we start talking. I ask him his name. He doesn't reciprocate. So that's why I know his name is Danny. He does not know my identity. Um, he was wearing a Baylor face mask. So I'm just picturing him being a college freshman. That's what that signified to me. So Danny, if you're out there, <laughs> nice to listen. I hope you're listening. Nice to acknowledge that you are in pursuit of me. <laughs> nice to listen to you. <laughs>
Now, following up with this story, I have not uh, visited HTO since this last encounter. And last night, actually, I was in the car with a friend who also wanted HTO. And she was like, do you want to come with me? And I was like, sure, I'll come for the ride, of course. So we drive back on over to HTO. And I start telling her about my last experience at HTO, of course. And we laughed, we laughed. And I was like, yeah, I should probably talk about that on my podcast when we talk about our secrets of the week. And she said, you have a podcast? <laughs> Keep in mind, I don't, I've only known this girl for a little short while. So it's not like the podcast you know, comes up frequently. So of course, then I start after explaining the podcast to her. It was pretty funny. She starts blasting the podcast through her speakers as we're pulling up to HDO. So we get to the window and Star's voice is just echoing through <laughs> the speakers. And the guy rolls up and he's like, I can't hear you. And so she turns it down. <laughs> And he said, what are you listening to? And my friend goes, her podcast. Like, that's her talking. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. And he goes, turn it up, turn it up. Let me hear. Is that you? I was like, no, no, no. That's my co-host voice. Like, don't worry. It's not me. <laughs> and he's like, what's it called? And my friend in the car is like, the ladies in waiting podcast. So hello, sir. If you're out there listening, nice to... um meet you. I didn't catch your name, so I'm not sure if you know Danny or if you, he was not Danny, different guy, but it seems like they could be listening, um, multiple suitors out here, um, and now they're, they're aware of the podcast, so. <laughs> oh my goodness. So HTO in the podcast, please sponsor us. <laughs> I, that is just so funny that it was blaring and my voice was playing in someone's car. I was going to say our, our numbers of listens went up yesterday. So I Well, guess, Danny and the rest of the HTO staff might be listening. So man, that's hilarious. I can't wait for Danny to reach out to us at ladies and waiting pod at gmail.com. Yeah. Or DM us either one. Yeah. If you want to give us more tea. <laughs> That's hilarious. I so wish I had been there for both of those times. I'm also jealous that you have real suitors. <laughs> but not actually, if you can't tell from the story. <laughs> if you can't tell from everything about the story, they not are not real. Real. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'll definitely keep the podcast updated with how this goes, but Kitty and I also were talking about this topic the last few days, which I brought up to her maybe a month or so ago, and it is the topic of who do you belong to or which one is yours? <laughs> <laughs> and this is a segment based on the individuals that ask Kitty and myself if we are parents and which children we belong to. And with that, we're going to share a few stories of the times that we have been mistaken as parents. I shared with Stargirl actually just the other day how at least three to four different times this week, I was asked if I have children <laughs> or if I'm a mother. And I, I thought that was quite alarming just for 
where I'm at in life to be asked if I'm a mother. Now I know this happens to Stargirl quite frequently as she works in a school setting and is just around children more frequent than I. But when I'm at work in various settings of work, different police officers, nurses, clients have asked me if I have kids. And I don't know if it's just in a way to ask me to relate to them who have children, which I'm assuming it is, but it's just alarming to me that I don't have a wedding ring on. I'm a young student. (laughs) Like, I do not have children. (laughs) Right after Kitty told me about this story this week, I was at a middle school, high school performance of the Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. It is not called the Joseph, pardon me, Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. And after the show was talking to the director and a mom came up to me and this mom asked my friend and I, so do you guys have kids in the show? And I said, oh, no, 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 we're just friends of this guy right here. And she then proceeded to ask all these different questions. She um, introduced herself, which was very kind um, because she could have just stood there. But that was really nice. But about a month ago, I was standing in the hallway during dismissal at my school and the librarian looked at me and said, the twins are yours, right? Like, that's all she says. The twins are yours. And I said, what? And she was like, the twins are yours. And I was like, I don't work with any twins. And then she said, no, 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 like, so-and-so and so-and-so are your kids. And I said, oh, no, I don't have kids. And she said, well, Katie mentioned that those twins were yours. And I was like, oh, no, 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 Patty, I do not have children. I think it's just jarring to be asked that, like Katie said, in our season and stage of life. But I could have a kindergartner or two at this school. Well, that's what's alarming about it, is mm-hmm. I think that's what's shocking, is when we're asked, we realize, like, should we be at that point? <laughs> like, should I, I question be? my whole life? <laughs> but I do think about I am at the age that I could have a few children. <laughs> well, sure. But I don't. We we don't. <laughs> we yeah, still don't I, even have real suitors. So <laughs> with that tiny little segment. We just wanted to throw those stories in there. If you have any other stories like this that are similar, please write in to ladiesinwaitingpod at gmail.com. <laughs> Speaking of our email, we actually got fan mail. Welcome. You, 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 you got mail. After our last episode entitled Podcast Notes, Elise Bias sent us a fan mail, a fan email. And the email is as follows. (laughs) I always listen to the intro song three times before the actual podcast. We'd love to see more updates, photos of the rug. I love rodeos. My family once went to a famous Texas rodeo. Cool. Why did I start crying when Ray Ray got on the phone? I cried too. (laughs) She also said, I'm a 30-minute band-aid girl, not a three-day girl. Yeah, I need, to, I need to publicly address this on the podcast. I realize that it's a problem now, as many fans and followers and listeners have contacted me to let me know how absurd it is that you would leave a band-aid on for longer than 
three, 30 minutes. Is, is that what it was? 30 minutes. And I'm not sure where this went wrong in life, but I'm just coming on here to say I know now and I will take a bandaid off after 30 minutes from here on out. Especially if you're not bleeding. Yeah, but what if you are bleeding? Then you then leave the it on or replace the band aid. I don't really wear band aids. Like, I'm a grown up. Like, I don't need a band aid. I have a whole bin of band aids as an adult. Well, grow up. All of my band aids are like big band aids, like for when I fall and scrape my whole knee or something. Elise Bias, thank you so much for your email. Thank you for your fan email. Thank you for your following and advertising our podcast. We love you so much. XOXO. And our last question of the podcast, Kitty. What are you waiting on? 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 I'm waiting to see star Kimberly Peterson in person. After how long? A a few months. It's not been that long. (laughs) I can't wait to take star Kimberly Peterson to Bucky's in Texas. By the time everyone's listening to this, and since all of our listeners are procrastinators, we probably have already gone. Star Girl, what are you waiting on? To be real, um, I am waiting on live theater to become alive again. Don't get too vulnerable. I know I won't, but. This week, I got to watch the production of Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, and it was magical. And yes, they were wearing clear face shields. And yes, it was the funniest part when a sixth grader yanked someone's face shield off. And so that was pretty funny. But I'm really waiting for live theater to come back. I also was reminiscing this week, thinking about the week everyone's life changed back in March. I saw a show. I randomly went and saw a show in Tulsa. And then, like, three days later, it just, the world shut down. And so this was my first live performance since then. And it felt weird to be watching that performance of Godspell back in March. (gasps) Oh, my gosh. When I was in, oh, my gosh. Oh, no. You know what I just thought? They're not going to have a Macy's Day Parade, and there's not going to be Broadway shows that perform. They're still doing the Macy's Day Parade, but it's not. It's going to be, like, pre-recorded, and they're only flying floats. There's no performances. There are lots of trolley things that have happened in our lives in the last few weeks, and it was fun to get to share them with you. And I know there's going to be even more stories after Kitty and I are together next week with some of our faithful friends and roommates and followers. Or the Thanksgiving roast. Exactly. We will be recording the Thanksgiving roast together in person. Kitty, you have anything else to say? No, but when you were just talking about Godspell, I just had another memory of me in theater back in the day. And my voice teacher used to punish me when I would be (laughs) wild in voice lessons and wouldn't sing because I would do that. (laughs) And she'd make me sing this song that I hated singing from Godspell. And I'm trying to remember what it is. And I can't believe I can't remember it right now because it's like the most annoying thing in the world to me. Day by day. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh, please, Lord. Yeah, I used to hate singing that song. It's such a random, (laughs) such a random musical. 
I'm gonna keep in that story about your voice lesson. <laughs> <laughs> it's I'm like literally not kidding. Like when I would be like wild and try to like not do what I was supposed to do, she'd be like, "You're singing it," and I'd be like, "Because you ate it." That's so funny. Um, I was a troll from early on. <laughs> <laughs> you were. Anyway, with that, thank you guys so much for listening to episode number five. Can't believe our next like we've episode. made it to five. <laughs> Oh, can't believe our next episode is going to be Thanksgiving themed. Just get ready for a real, real roast. A, a family-friendly roast, I should say. I would also like to add that for the Thanksgiving family roast, if you have a roast or a topic you would like to hear our roast on, please DM us, send us an email. You can even call me. <laughs> Please, we will be asking on Instagram as well all week so that we can get that ready for recording next week. So we also might have a few guests give their input. I hope so. But <laughs> um, how do we end? Sorry, it's been such a long one. It's been real. It's been fun. And we're still waiting. XOXO. Stay true. Ladies in Waiting. The Ladies in Waiting Podcast brought to you by Store and Kitty. <laughs>